I'm stuck on that one. Hey, folks, sorry about last week. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> very, very sorry. But it's all of it. Everything. Well, you know. <laughs> we got a little, I think, a, like, wherever the line is, we, we decided to go. We got a little too graphic with Joe Paterno this week. Last, last week or this week? This the show they're about yeah, to hear. This one's very bad. Yeah, with the dead kid. Well, I, I listen. I only showed up. The the kid already there. I, I didn't know about. It. No one called. No one told me. Hey, Joe, there's a there's a dead. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't I have gone. My sandwich in the other room. I would have had it. Yeah, another room. But I don't want to talk about this now. I didn't let them hear this. Lady. Hey, you know, in this day and age, dead kids, Walmart murder, like anything goes. Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very sorry. Anyway, sorry about last week. <laughs> On this week's show... We finally caught up with National Treasure and yeah. didn't watch it. Not a single minute. No, I did I did have a good off-the-show off uh, off quip about uh, Sean Bean, though. Mm. That he, he always has a bad haircut in his movies. Oh, well, you, I was on the show. No, I wasn't saying that while we were recording. Oh. That was when we were eating. Oh, I said that Sean Bean has done to him what they did to Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men, only with every movie. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, he had an all right haircut in Martian. Sean, we, we got the movie, but we're going to give you bangs. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Just bangs in every fucking movie. Again? No, we talked about this, a lot of good stuff. And I, I tried my best that for those, uh, you know, like Brian, who just are big. Um, we were like fucking boxers. Douchers about the news. We were like fucking professional boxers on this show. We got to political subject matter and we fucking danced around that. Danced around it. Punched and it. Never, danced around it. Never actually went in. Never engaged. It. Never tied up. Nope. Never Made did fucking it. That's, like, a, that's your, your metaphor game is so strong right now. <laughs> <laughs> you had the one last week, athletic about director. the athletic director of a school. Yeah. Now you have this this really straight banger of a metaphor. Both sports connected too, no with less. the boxing. Yeah. Because we engaged in it, we, we popped it a few times. Yeah, but we didn't like. If you fast forward because you think we're about to get into some political, no, we jag, didn't. We didn't. We didn't. In fact, you're, you're probably more likely to hear something really vile and funny coming up <laughs> not too far after that. You're you're gonna miss show because like we didn't do it the way you're thinking we. We There's that 15 minutes where we just shit on Brian for not liking this when we talk about it, for always leaving when we talk yeah. about something other than the dirty stuff. Yep. Yeah, he only likes the filth. He doesn't like to be challenged. That's what it is. Mm-mm. He doesn't want to think. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, or am I? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a nice email. An Hopefully email will come back to us. He's a, he's at school this week. <coughs> like his, he has, he's required to go actually be at school one week out of the year. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time it's online. So he's actually in school this week. Mm. I tend to wonder if he'll even hear this when it's timely. Well, hopefully not. Let's let, let's focus on <laughs> the more important things and he'll come back to it. Okay. We did more news from last week. Yeah. We got this one. Is, uh, we got a lot of great hypotheticals. We talked about the upcoming future of the um, survivalist game is going to be very different than what it, it, it the doomsday prepper will become less the market and more of this just survive the day <laughs> just survive the day so we talked a little bit about our idea yeah. for a QV, QVC style uh, body ladies, armor sales ladies are you heading to the market to get some food for dinner <laughs> well don't forget to put on your bedazzled flak jacket <laughs> 
With the jeans, no less. <laughs> the jeans also have built-in inserts to, pro- to protect your femoral artery. We all know we can't lose that one, am I right? Roll down your windows, <laughs> put your bulletproof gear on. It's future America, there are guns everywhere, get your fuck on. <laughs> it's my kind of life. Oh, yeah, we revisited that guy. Yeah. We, we uh, talked about a future game that I'm very excited about. <laughs> we revisited my kind of life from the perspective of the good guy with a gun who doesn't do anything. Who pushes out. <laughs> That's what 90% of them would do. It's it's easy to be a hero in your head. Yeah. It's really e- easy when you watch the news and you say, I would have done this and I would have done yeah. that. And I know just from being in far less traumatic situations but still dealing with a lot of like adrenaline. Yeah. The, the shit you lose just with an adrenaline pump, let alone when you're talking about adrenaline plus fear, like yeah. real palpable fear too. Yeah. Like gunshot, people dying, not mm. a movie is happening around you. Yeah. People's heads are popping off and, and, and kids are getting killed and you're having to run around. Yeah, that's... Just like a video game. Just like a video game. We <laughs> talked about that, how the video game has has ruined mm-hmm. me. I, I am always thinking of murder now. Yeah. Uh, we also, one of my favorites, <laughs> we discussed... Uh, you're, you have a you have a hacker on you. <laughs> the, the golden voice is yeah. currently being hacked. cajoled and hacked into. Uh, really, the guy has all the cards right now. He does all of all of uh, the la- our golden voice's uh, masturbation videos that he has recorded so via via virus. So many so. masturbation videos. Yeah. So if you're in my <laughs> email list for my work email, no less the one that I do hardly anything. Yeah. With, if you're in my work email list and you happen upon a video of me beaten off um, from the view of a cell phone, you're welcome. And I didn't do anything to stop it. And if you watch it, you're weird. Who's got that kind of money? <laughs> but anyways, that's the show. Who wants to figure out Bitcoin? That's the best. Like the yeah. idea of like the hacking victim. He's like, I don't want to figure out Bitcoin. So he just writes back the hacker. Listen, that sounds like a lot of work. How about just I mail you the money? Just uh, or just put it out. Why, have you thought about responding to one of these? No, I've never written them back. I just delete them. You I, should write them back. In, in, engage in in, in the oh in the I have, tat. There's other sort of catfishers like, hey, send me money and I'll do this. And sometimes I'll. Uh, I'll send them shit back just to give them shit. There's a great comedian in in, in England that does this, Joe Lysett. Mm-hmm. I suggest you look at it because he deals with these types of scammers and yeah. he's created an entire stand-up routine. Oh, I've seen that. He's got a, he's he, got a display board. Yeah, where yeah. he turns it on them. Yeah. And he says, oh, well, I can't be there today, but I'm in Manchester. But you know, And the guy, says, well, I'm, or the guy that he's trying to get himself an apartment says, I'm in Manchester. I can't meet you to show you the apartment today. Mm-hmm. And Joe Lysett would be, oh, my God, what a coincidence. I'm in Manchester today. I was just looking online and about to head down there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then the guy says, I am no longer in Manchester. I have left Manchester. <laughs> I am in you know, some other part all the way across the country. Yeah. It's just like he goes back and forth with it. It's really great. Yeah, I've seen that. It's good. Definitely watch it. And thank you for listening this week. We really are sorry about the Joe Pa thing. Uh, we have a uh, we got a big announcement coming. We got a plug on the show. Just so real quickly, we got the... Roy Hickman Day coming up. We've discussed this on the pod. Roy Hickman Day is coming up August 10th <clears throat> in Roswell, Georgia. Roswell, Georgia. In the city of Roswell, August 10th is officially Roy Coach, Hickman Coach Day. Roy Hickman Day. Coach Roy Hickman Day. And uh, they're working on some. We're on some uh, bar. Ben, what do you call it? Bar promotions. Basically, there's going to be a few restaurants and bars in Roswell that are participating with drink and food specials. We'll tell you more about it. Actually, we can't because it'll, it'll, it'll come and gone. Yeah. But there's a small chance that the guy behind it all is going to actually come here and have me interview him to put out 
in the mm. podcast. So if we do that, there'll be bonus content and it'll go out. all those Australians will come right up here. I am. Matt and Perth will be like, you know what? I've been thinking That's worth about, I've been 14, thinking about making the journey. Hour flight. Now I will. Now I will. <laughs> that would be the day to do it. W-F-U-C-K! Bam! Hollow. Been podcasting. AC is on. The P is out. Before we start, mm. Wendy's is not on any kind of delivery service, is it? Nor would we probably. Want Wendy's to is do on. That. Wendy's is on DoorDash. So if you want to establish a DoorDash I account, DoorDash. I won't stop you. But I'm not going to make one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, just a hard no. You could have just let out with. I that. would eat Wendy's right now if it, if someone brought it to me. If someone brought it to me, I would do a spicy Asiago sandwich. And we've been down this road before with your away. with your Wendy's. Actually, the, Wendy's the daytime shift crew, the, 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 those the <laughs> the weary warriors <laughs> who get off at three mm. after a solid lunch shift over here, <laughs> and I mean because this is like for a fast food joint, they don't have to really be great here. Right. I, I've done the research on this, and you, and you work right here, so, and this is how I've discovered in all my years of working and, and being out on the road, or vice versa. Fast food joints that are adjacent to high volume work environments for people, so that, i.e., in this case, the road that we have this studio off of, or just off of, right, is heavy with car dealerships, uh, car auto body shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shopping mall, small, you know, yeah. knickknacks, small things. This is this is not a very, uh, you would call this really working class yeah. neighborhood. It, it is changing because it used to be more intense than it is now. Like, right. if you notice the shopping center where Chick-fil-A is, they're putting in some, like, home goods stores. They're, because of the sprawl of Brookhaven that is creeping up into that, like, you got that Whole Foods at the end of the road now. Like there's some, there's some. Yeah, I'm not trying to like rich white yuppie culture <laughs> creeping its way into Shambly, but there uh, used to, you think there's a lot of fast food now. There used to be a Captain D's. No, I know, I know. A checkers. I, I'm not. Anyways, all it's all, all right part here. of a wider point though. I'm, I'm not the gentrification of the area and or the loss of some high, you know some great fast food items is I not really. The checkers. I'm just saying that like your fast food. I'll give you an example. There, when my folks lived out in that Grayson area, hmm. and that was considered a decent area, kind of like. Just take Roswell and move it over the. They were, that was what they saw, you know, to do was take one city, just make it nice over here. So they're fast, but their fast food in a residential area has to be nice. Up, Ken, that's all they're seeing is like families coming in. Yeah. But like the Wendy's right here, this is a workman's Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a- they at their meetings when the when the when the health advisor comes, like, okay, guys, keep it. You know, I don't want to stay late. 90, 88 to 90, can we be in there? Whereas, you know, they should say, we want we want 100. But in these areas, right, yeah. this this mechanic comes in, he's filthy. Yeah. I don't think he gives a shit. The guy from the Kia dealership, which is literally, like, shares a parking lot with yeah. us. He's walking over. He's, yeah. he's ordering off the dollar menu. Yeah. He's it, got greasy fingers. Yeah. You know, there's always, It's a very like, interesting area, how the, the certain fast food has to yeah. function. So that being said, that's why I was like, Wendy sounds good. But that that day shift, when that day shift, they they probably got it down. Yeah. The four o'clock crew though, those are the ones that are you know, they're coming in and they're like, <laughs> they're not gonna have much of a, a dinner rush here yeah. because everyone's going home. No one's buying. You know what I'm saying? That Wendy's is not a good Wendy's. Like I'm convinced that like whatever heat lamps they use to keep their fries hot mm. have been broken for like ten years. You no, buy fries any time of day from that Wendy's, they will be room temperature at best. <laughs> 
It's almost like they fry them at room temperature. They are never hot. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Come to think of it, like, there's, it's still far between, like, you can spot, like, a Wendy's that gives a fuck because they've, like, redone their outside to look sort of modern with the different angle, uh, angular, like, fascia, the rectangular. It's, it's new, new growth. It's, it's modernized yeah. it's Wendy's. modernized like, Wendy's. You got yeah. your modern McDonald's now with the giant touch screens. Which never you, do. By the way, right? They're they're time consuming. If there's an option to talk to a human being, always do that. Well, plus you're unless you're in France. Employed. I've said this. We've had this conversation. In France, yeah. they work. In America, we are too stupid. Yeah. And impatient is really what it is. It's it's stupidity times impatience <laughs> equals America. I do like the touchscreen with the Taco Bell because they have that at a Taco Bell you, now. because all the customization options well, are there. Live Moss. So instead of like saying like I want this but I want it this way and can I add this and can mm. I take away that you can do all that on the screen that's wonderful because I've noticed most Taco Bells go too heavy with the sour cream so I can say light sour cream all on the screen mm. okay I go. once you've seen them shoot it out like grout <laughs> onto your onto your bur- and I've seen it I, I always <laughs> said sans sour cream for me yeah. well I don't doubt that it's sour cream I mean let's be honest if I go to the store to Kroger's and I buy a sour Could cream just the sight of it <laughs> alone should say this is probably not yeah. something I should be eating it's delicious yeah. but just the word sour cream there's nothing about that that's really all that inviting you in I would like to that being the- said when you see it come out of a spackle gun yeah just with with some, with a level of indifference the person at the trigger has a level of indifference mm. that it's all but exact in their mind they, that's how they are coming on your burrito yeah. like in that always sunny <laughs> did you come on my burrito I would like to take the Taco Bell spackle gun of sour cream home and see if I could recalk my tub with it and see if it hardens. <laughs> now this spackle job looks wonderful. Yeah, that's not spackle. Uh, believe it or not, we started. We started this. We were going to make one of those slideshows for like a, you know, a click click here and. You won't believe what this guy did with sour cream from Wendy's, sponsored ad. Yeah. And no, it turns out it, it legitimately hardened, and we haven't had any leaks since. Yeah, no, the tub's great. The tub's wonderful. I can see the infomercial now. We- Are your tacos just a little bland? <laughs> Is there a little water coming through the grout upstairs? <laughs> well, don't worry. The Golden Voice presents <laughs> sour cream. I, I would, if you want to set up a DoorDash account, we can eat Wendy's, but it's not going to be good. Not from this one. I got it. Not it's more one. of a conversation anyway. Yeah. So what's been uh, – what are we watching here tonight? Oh, hold on. I just forgot, and then I remembered <laughs> – <laughs> this is one. This is a movie. This is a go backer. This is all the way back to Studio One A. Yeah, uh, where we haven't used since due to some remodeling and some pay- late payment issues at the old studio. Yeah, I, I mean, have a feeling it's echoey in there now. I, I, you know, I don't know what they've done to it. <laughs> you, know, they, they, you know, like I said, we owed some money. They, we didn't think we did. Neither here nor there. But this is, believe it or not, one of Leah's favorite movies. I can see that. National Treasure. I could see that. Uh, I don't. I really don't know. I think I asked one time why National Treasure was so highly thought of, especially when you can when you run that parallel to the, some of the movies that she doesn't enjoy. Um, it doesn't make a, lo- a whole lot of sense, and it's not like Nicolas Cage <laughs> has ever been a selling point. Now, we've never had a Friday night where we didn't have anything to do. And one yeah. of us said, I would love to watch a Nick Cage film. Maybe you could do a double feature one day and do National Treasure and then do Nell. Ooh, I mean, that's a combo. That's like a whole weekend <laughs> type thing. And it's tough. I think you, if in that scenario, you probably start with Nell. Yeah. Uh, and, and have this to look forward to. I got Because the thing with Nell, I thought more about it. And yeah. I don't want to interrupt. I thought more about it. 
Once you've seen it, it's not something you ever yearn to rewatch. Yeah, you're not again. dying to watch it over and over again. And it gets a little annoying. I mean, it really does at some yeah. point. Because the thought for me was, I went back and watched some clips, and he's like, "You're just watching Jodie Foster basically shout nonsense for <laughs> an hour and a half." And take her shirt off. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the uh, pool over the weekend, I got Albury to say "Got Angel," and she did it a lot. And then all of a sudden, she, I was like, "Say it again." She went, "No, no, I'm done saying well, gibberish." It's like George in uh, Seinfeld when you get your moment, when you, yeah. when you hit, you leave, you know, yeah. leave them wanting more. No, no, I get the feeling she's gonna quit, she with her little lip gloss fascination, yeah, and the way she looks at the camera. I think Albury might be the uh, Albury might be the. It's, troublemaker. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure is fresh on the brain because I actually heard Nick Cage get interviewed today on the Corolla podcast. And the question came up, you know, everybody's always talking about reboots and remakes, bringing shit back. And Corolla said, you know, someone somewhere has got to be talking about rebooting or remaking The Rock or Face Off or Con Air or any of these, you know, mm. big hits from the 90s. Like, are you in your circles? Are you hearing chatter like that? And Nick Cage said the only one that comes up every now and then is, is a part three to the National Treasure series, which he would be all for because they're apparently a lot of fun to make. But uh, it just hasn't happened yet. I was trying to feign some kind of interest there. Um, couldn't care less. In fact, I'm over the reboot thing. Yeah. I haven't had a, a chance to really address this with you. I don't understand it now. Mm. And I know it's. I guess I shouldn't say that it starts with the Disney movies. It certainly doesn't. They're remaking a lot of films these days. They're making Mulan. I mean, and that's music. what I'm saying. But not just Disney. I mean, we. I can't. I know I can't think of one right now. But I know there's been. They've been remaking old versions of movies for some time now. Yeah, but they've also done that for a long time. Like I'm. I don't. Remember. Well, I'm not talking about like. The, what's that one they just made with Lady you got? The Star is Born has been told 12 different iterations. There's been, right, that's what I was going to say. That's not what I'm like, talking I, about. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I remember learning that, like, like Ocean's Eleven is a remake, right? And you go all the mm. way back to the 60s, you got the Frank Sinatra version. This is not that movie, but I remember learning that there's, oh, there's actually a 1930s version of that movie. Like, it might have even been a horror. Well, in fact, it's been done with horror, but, like, it's like finding out, oh, no, there was a Frankenstein in 1912, and then there was Frankenstein in 1930, and then there's all the other ones. Like, sometimes when you learn of a remake, it's like, yeah, they remade that from the 60s movie, like the Italian job, but there was also one made in the 1940s yeah. in Italy. Maybe I was talking about Disney then. This is getting fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Mulan coming. It's and a, by the time I see music, the trailer... It's a sans music Yeah, Mulan. but by the time I see the trailer... It shit's like a, out in a month. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I, I'm i sure that the Aladdin has... it. You've seen it. I'm sure it's got some parts that are okay. It's I'm like, sure that the Lion King, which is apparently gangbusters, has yeah. got some parts that are okay. And I, I am certain that Disney's not hurting. I saw where they've... What is it? Like a their fourth billion dollar grossing film this year? Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Well, and Toy Story 4 was pretty solid. Well, that's a different... I'm not here to... Pixar is not what I'm talking about. We are not... We are... TPTO... TPTO... TPTO goes to a lot of barren depths for comedy. <laughs> but sinking so low as to talk any trash about those fine people at Pixar is not something I'm, I'm willing I still, to do. Speaking of that, I still love that they made Sausage Party. I love that they took the sort of Pixar 3D animation and they're like, let's go really dirty with it. Mm. Like, let's make a Pixar movie for 
you know. That's Pixar? No, but it's the same kind of artwork. It's the same kind so of So let's not bring animation. Pixar into this. because <laughs> Same kind of animation style. I love that someone said, let's make like a hard R Pixar t- type movie for deviants. <laughs> Indeed. Well, um, so yeah, National Treasure. Sean Bean is the bad guy. I don't really know anything about this movie, so really? I'm not going to be able to weigh in much. No. Well, so you've never seen it, though. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I, it's been on in front of my face before, but I, I haven't. You know the premise? It's about treasure hunting. Nick Cage comes from a family that was told this secret by one of the founding fathers about an ancient treasure, the Knights of Templar, mm. yada, yada, yada. It's all, you know, there's treasures here and there, and no one believes them, thinks they're crazy. John Voight is his dad, who also thinks he's crazy because his grandfather had told him this story. He uses these guys... Sean Bean and the crew to track, you know, with these clues to track down this treasure. Long story short, these two are about to have a parting of the ways because one person's trying to do something the other one doesn't agree with. Mm. And it's all surrounds the... Indiana Jones, like, this belongs in a museum! Kind of. The guy, the Declaration of Independence has to be... The instructions, the next clue are on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Mm. He's trying to just get in and see it. They're thinking we'll just break in and steal it. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Honor among thieves or whatever. He's not trying to be a part of that life. Mm. And then all kinds of tomfoolery and shenanigans and goings on, as would have you would expect from a Nicolas Cage movie to start. Is it this one or the sequel where they're on like the giant stone tablet thing that's like a huge seesaw and they have to make sure they balance so it doesn't tip over can't say (laughs) um don't want to it's not even a spoiler ruiner not sure okay not sure but it's got a lot of that pg-13 kind of uh violence you know Nothing really exciting. Yeah. Very clean. Yeah, no, this is one you've pushed for from I didn't early really, days. I didn't really push it. I just We were looking at Nick Cage films. <laughs> you brought it up more than once. I think you brought it up more than once. No, I've never wanted to I watch it. I don't know. I don't know but about be- that. I, I decided to do it because you requested we do it several times uh, prior to the first 40 episodes, and I always said no. Mm. And I've chosen the movie for like the last two or three, maybe even four episodes. Oh, Wow. So and you yeah, with a lot of my guidance, you would have had Mall Blart, <laughs> Mall Plar, Paul Blart, fucking Blart Mall yeah. Cop on there if it hadn't been for me. Yeah. So think about that. Point being, I'm, I'm throwing you a bone, and we're doing one of your movies. It's not. I don't want to call it that. Now we're starting to get into this gray area because again, I never. You I don't change. Recall, look, Do you I, change I, the movie? I'm not. I'm not wagon zest positive, <laughs> but I don't think I ever really pushed that hard. Kind no, I never... Because if I wanted it, we would have watched it. We've, that's time and true we proven. Would, we would say, let's do a Nick Cage movie, and I would push for face-off, and you would say... I and we did face-off. Yeah, no, no, we did. We did. And I, I, if I had said, look, I think this would have been better for the pod, I would have said it. I just don't... Do a different Nick Cage movie? No, I don't want to backtrack now. We could see if they have Leave uh, Las Vegas? No, I mean, jeez. <laughs> what kind of pod are we trying to do tonight, you know? Do we want to walk people through the this, this, this slow, sad deaths? We could just watch Piranha again. Ah. <sighs> I believe that there is a a certain Elizabeth Shue in that film. Yeah, from Babysitter's Club. No, too young. My Elizabeth Shue has to be... I like her. Milfy, which is an overused word now. I read a Vice article about how milf porn has changed over the... Now you've got like 19-year-old girls and milf 
porn videos. Well, yeah, like uh, like how old is that like kid? Dana, Shouldn't you be at home? <laughs> Dana Diarmond <laughs> is in milk porn now. I think she's thirty-seven, which makes some sense. I mean, she's of mom age, but like she, certainly that if you my I was going to cut it off at like thirty. I think you can still be a milf at thirty. Yeah, but I think you know when it's like clearly this girl's nineteen. Like she does have bracers and a choker. That's not a milf. <laughs> Though that would click all three boxes yeah. with the Laugh Man. It's, it's too, only two of three are true there. They've, they've done too much weird stuff with that now. Because now your milk porn includes like a step stepchild of some kind. <laughs> a lot of stepchildren, too. And nobody talk- says step. <laughs> we've talked about that. I, did, I, I know. We've already act. covered that this is all. It, it makes you put you in a very weird area. It's not. It's like, who's this for? Right. <laughs> Right. Who is this for? Who is this for is right. I I understand that that's probably at some point in history some like 17, 18-year-old guy who lives with his dad most of the time because his parents got separated (laughs) and his dad remarried a girl who graduated high school like three years before him (laughs) and she's incredibly hot and because his dad's loaded, she doesn't work and so she's just always sunbathing by the pool and he sees her topples one day. That's, there's a, Fantasy there. Uh, let's keep going. I'm loving this picture you painted. There. There's a, there's a, there's so you could make porn for that guy, <laughs> but the minute it goes into like hardcore sex type stuff where his half sister is involved <laughs> and his his stepmom who's only a few years older is insisting that he just call her mom. So it's it's gotten so weird. Yeah. <laughs> What I love the most beautiful part of this rant is it's clear that you've done the research. Not not actually gone into like why they do it, yeah. but you certainly know the pitfalls. I've of seen looking. enough of it and turned it off. It's like, it's like just stuck with the talking. Like that's one you gotta watch it mute. You gotta mute that one. You gotta mute that one and just turn on some music. I, I saw I saw something funny. A friend of mine told me this has happened to him. I don't know, I guess I didn't believe him, but he, he put his uh, Bluetooth headphones in mm-hmm. while he was at home one time. This was, I don't know how long ago. But he put his Bluetooth headphones in and he, you know, he's at home. Yeah. Better, turns on some porn, whatever, but he can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was because it weren't they weren't his Bluetooth headphones. Him and his brothers had gotten them switched. Oh. So his brother was in the other room hearing the porn. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very good. I just, yeah. The idea of that makes me laugh a whole lot. You're like, what the fuck? I can't hear anything. And like, your other next door, your brother's watching some t- Netflix show and just. I, poof, poof, poof. <laughs> I like the idea of like, you forgot that you were like still paired to like the surround sound system. <laughs> and like, your wife's trying to watch like whatever movie she's Por- watching. Porn and surround sound seems. Why would you ever connect it to well, your no, bows? No, your phone. You're like, you might have you might have been just playing like jazz while you did no, the dishes. No, I know, I know, I know. You're still connected. Next thing you know, like, it's just like, like dirty anal talking. Stretch my hand. <laughs> Like, well, have you, have you been keeping up with the news? No. You, you kind of, you did. You, you kind of, I know we call this segment, you know, news. Last week. Yeah. Uh, couple shootings. Yeah. Pretty par for the course. Nothing really big, nothing really to talk about there. Just different, yeah. same there? situation, you know. Um, I kind of got the feeling, though, yeah. like rather than like concern myself with talking about any particulars mm-hmm. or what ifs and yada, yada, yada. Because nothing's going to be done. I think that's fairly clear. There's not yeah, going. There's mean, not going to be any action, other than bloviating and pomp, pompousness yeah. and and misdirection. 
from both. So why talk about? <laughs> but what I did think would be interesting is to venture off into the future, not to see what kind of political machinations that might, you know, cause some changes. But what, what would the advertising look like in 20 years if this continues to go unabated? And if a country mm. that has 50% of the weapons worldwide but only 4% of the world's population. So I started thinking, like, you imagine, like, QVC in a couple years where it's, like, they have decorative body armor and Ooh, children's yeah. sizes and adult sizes. This is good. This plays into a, I, I don't know anything about what happened. Now, hold on. Take a look at this right here as it <laughs> spins around. Do you see that on the side there? That's knife protection quilted into the side pocket there. <laughs> so if, the, if you have any problem with the bullets and say he runs out and he comes in with a knife, boom, protects the arteries right there. Nothing to worry about. Again, three ninety nine, And this comes in 14 different colors. <laughs> And you can get emblazoned. Oh, and for the and for the superhero lovers and the crew, look at the Superman. We get the S on the chest. <laughs> this one will series. not stop a direct bullet, say with anywhere from five to ten feet. But you're good to up to forty. <laughs> Tom? Yeah, uh, Beth. <laughs> I uh, I don't know anything about what happened, but I I can. What I, does it matter? It's America, man. I can paint the picture though. It there's three that's happened recently, right? And well. If you count the one in, at the Garlic Festival. Yeah. Jesus. And what a... Like, of all the festivals to have been attending when you got shot in a mass shooting. I don't know. No, but come yeah. on. Think about it. Like, of all of them. The Sweet Blossom Festival. Oh, the... The Cure... Oh, yeah, like the Cure the AIDS sor- Festival. Like the Sorghum Festival. The Sorghum Festival. Like, really? Sorghum? Oh, the, oh, the Pumpkin Patch Festival. All of these one. Sorghum... I mean, that works. The sorghum would be a dumb one because you know there's dudes packing up there. Oh, yeah. But, like... Hey, what do you do? What do you? What do we want to do today? I don't know, hon. I, it's a beautiful day out. The garlic festivals, right? I, yeah. I love garlic, but yeah. a whole festival? <laughs> do you know how many kinds of garlic could there I possibly mean, be? I, seriously, I mean, after I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm sure they do amazing things with garlic. Mm. Okay, I'm not saying they probably do something I've it's never even fucking Italian thought food. of. It's in all Italian food. <laughs> it's in a lot of Mexican it's food. In like ninety percent of Italian. It's vast. Food. I, yeah. It's very, very good for you. There'd probably be someone like there'd probably be, yeah. There'd be some. I was just about to say some health healers. Say, Come here and try the garlic of the field. This one is infused with rosemary. Just pop it on. No, it doesn't it's, smell. It almost makes you wonder how anybody even died. You probably could have cured them with garlic on the scene. Too soon, man. <laughs> Too soon. I don't give a fuck. Oh well. You don't watch the news, <laughs> so you don't have to pretend like you do. Uh, you didn't I, know about the garlic fest. I, well, yeah. I could paint the picture. Uh, white dudes, probably north of 18 and south of 40, using either an AK or AR-style weapon, and they were all Hillary voters. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> well, fuck that one. Up. <laughs> but the rest of it, I probably got right. I don't know the particulars. I'm kind of delving into the crowd where I know what happened, but I don't want to hear anything about this turd. I'm glad they got one alive, but my fear is that the one from El Paso that was caught alive, he's just going to be one that chirps and wants to hear his name, and then we'll have more like this, and then... You know, this begets another, and another begets another, and we'll just go on down the line with morons, white morons, all of them, that write yeah. manifestos, which is like, they shouldn't, like, calling it a manifesto these days is just a, it's just we've, absurd. We've got to get this Muslim. But I will say that, <laughs> yeah, we will say this. One of them, the, the, the thing that stuck with me about the one that drove all that distance just to shoot uh, to, from El Paso, he lived in the, in the upper east Texas mm-hmm. and drove nine hours to the border town of El Paso, a place I've been. Yeah. I liked El Paso. Drove nine hours yeah, to get there want. strictly to do that. Mm-hmm. There, There is like some level of premeditation that you don't usually see. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know the statistics, but I would imagine most, most mass shootings, the shooter probably resides within 
what, a 25-mile radius of where he's actually pulling off the attack? I'd say most, right? Yeah. The Denver kid, he lived in the town, Aurora, Columbine, the school yeah. shootings. They all live in relative proximity to those people that they're mass shooting. Yeah. But to drive, to to go out, and it, oh, of course they showed his house. And I don't mean to smile at this. I know this is, like, you're thinking, like, oh, God, like, what the fuck is he smiling about right yeah. now when he tells this awful story? No, but no, when the new, I, I've actually started to really like, Two, two like things this. I noticed. One, this was not off topic, but a little bit not on. They're, the, the, the news agencies are using drones a lot more. It's pretty interesting to see that. You can definitely tell what the camera angles are using yeah. and the way that it's stable tracked. And, you know, they could have an army of drones up there. Hmm. But two, when they go to the shooter's house, and this is in the El Paso shooting, the one that's killed twenty up to 22 now. I think two more have died today. So <clears throat> they go to his house. Oh, and this is affluent. Mm. This kid, this this little this little baby ball had it all. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. It's a big house. It's in the, one of those residential communities where all the houses kind of look the same, but they're all much bigger than what we Like, this looks like a house in, like, the, the, the hoity-toity parts mm. of Alpharetta just in Texas, so it's flat. And was this, he was one of the raping and murdering Mexicans, or was this, he was a Muslim? No, he was white. Oh. Yeah, he was white, he's a white man, white man, uh, said that he was just tired of all this illegal immigration, and certainly wasn't, and I don't think he was receiving any kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't think think he's been hearing any incendiary viewpoints from anywhere. We don't want to be so obvious with what we're saying, but nonetheless, to get in his car (laughs) and drive, I mean, you gotta think like, think about that. Well, yeah, well, the farthest like, I've ever driven is like twelve hours to Texas, yeah. and I remember at the last at the ten and a half hour mark, I literally lost my mind. I was I was yeah. hallucinating. There wasn't any hatred driving me on. When you have a mission, like, right. and I'm sure that's what in his mind what this was was a mission to get to El Paso, and he knew that that as these are very dangerous parents with twelve month old babies. Mm-hmm. You know, they they need to go. Yeah. In his mind. That's no, I like thinking about this guy. Completely rational like, thoughts. This guy stopped at rest areas and, like, stretched <laughs> and peed and, like, like... Bought a Snickers. Like, when you go to the Florida rest area after you cross into Florida through Alabama, like, they have fresh orange juice and, like, little cups and, like, hey, have some fresh Florida orange juice. And the guy will stand there and talk to you for a second. Like, he stopped at places... <laughs> And like bought a candy bar from a vending machine and like the instant coffee thing and like to stay like you know awake for the next six hours. Like he did three hours, stop, stretch, hey look, there's a Shoney's buffet. Like, he like did things that like people do, and then when he got where he was going, he murdered people. Like normally This I get, could have been the story of Alan Bono's life if not for TPTO. Like, normally I get where I'm going and I like I unpack, I make a sandwich, I crack a beer, and I go sit on the beach mm. or I go sweat in a New York house. Either way. Yeah. This guy's like, all right, I'm here. I gotta I gotta send that text back because I don't text while I'm driving, especially on the highway. That's dangerous. And then I'm gonna exercise my Second Amendment rights and I'm gonna go murder some people. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I just, I, every time I hear one of these stories, I'm always like, you know what? I'm proud. It's a, another exercising of someone's Second Amendment rights. I love it. Well, you know, the Holy Trinity, man. Guns, guns, freedom, and Jesus. I mean, that's where we live now. Guns. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I don't care so much about what's not going to happen because it's not going to happen. But what I do think is funny is this concept of it, what I, well, the thought that kind of I was born out of this was I remembering when the early days of, uh, the Iraq War, mm-hmm. 
uh, I mean, early, early days, 04, 05, 06, you were hearing the stories about these guys didn't have proper body armor. Like, we weren't ready to go over there. We weren't prepared to go over there. We just said, let's fucking get over there and start whooping ass. Yeah. And then when shit turns sideways on you and you don't have proper body armor, there's all these stories about parents mm. having to buy their child appropriate, decent body armor to ship to them while they're yeah. in a war zone. And I was just thinking... That was a big story back then about how the, the level of unpreparedness that we had sent young people off to what fight. Our, what do you think our military budget was back then? Less than it is today. <laughs> They're doing okay now uh, at the expense of any number of other decent programs, and that's neither here nor there. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go down deep. I don't want to go down deep. So my only thought is the preparation for when that transitions into the public discord, into the public arena when we have to – when commercials are brought to you by tactical defense gear, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, nowadays as a parent, we're inundated. And I, I have made a point to watch a lot of the uh, commercials lately because mm. I find it more and more interesting. But what I'm really noticing is this, this thing about back to school sales. Like what a fucking gimmick. Yeah. Like that's something I'm never going to get. There's a lot of things I'm going to get caught up in as a parent, and you should kind of go with some flows. Yeah. But this is not one of them. This kind of selling you and going out and spending hundreds of dollars on new things to enter into the school year. But yeah. well, we we got books, we got paper, we got crayons. Well, there's things you do need. I know there's a well, list. Well, I was say what you don't know is like like Adelaide's starting kindergarten on Monday, and like they hand you a list, and like yeah. you have to buy these things. And I'm looking at it. The list included 30 glue sticks. And I was thinking, all right. Does that mean that she's going to go through 30 in a year? And then I kept reading, and it's all these massive quantities, and I realized, oh, the parents are buying Stocking. Yeah. the classroom's supplies for the next six months. Sure. Like we're, we're sharing the re- financial responsibility that I guess the government's not picking up anymore. Like, I don't... I don't understand that. So I participated. I did There's buy. There's just not a lot of funds. Teachers do this all the time. This is the classic story of teachers coming out of pocket right. to, to not have so to do that. the real question is, if teachers aren't paid enough, so the parents have to buy the supplies. And they have to buy their gun. We don't have to even get started the, on that. You have to have the gun for the classroom. the military doesn't have the right kind of armor 20 plus years ago. Like, what are our taxes going towards? <laughs> like, I probably drive through 30 potholes from, like, here to home. The army doesn't have armor. The teachers don't have money or supplies. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I saw a stat today that Mitch McConnell's like worth like I don't know twenty million dollars, and he makes one hundred ninety thousand years. Like, oh. and that's increased exponentially over the last twelve. Let's not do that. But I do have other. <laughs> you brought this up. Hold on, before you before it's you Mitch go McConnell. there. I know, but before you go there, I saw a great cartoon in relation to what you're talking about today um. on Facebook. It's like a New Yorker comic. It's a little girl in like a flak jacket and a helmet and body armor mm. and it's her mom in the same kind of body armor and a helmet and the little girl saying but mom I don't want to wear all this armor to the mall <laughs> and the mom saying I know honey but we can't infringe on other people's second amendment rights <laughs> pretty good it's not I mean if I on a meme scale if I'd seen it probably better it's like a 7-2 it's a good one it's not nothing bad. great I nothing just, great I don't know classic, if it's shareable it's the classic like Let's not fix the problem. Let's just make our lives more inconvenient. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, Mitch McConnell uh, had a little incident. Don't know if you heard this. Mm. Back at his old Kentucky his home. Mexican cotton something? No, that would have been wonderful. <laughs> there should be a meme like that where they show Mitch McConnell. Oh, this is a good meme idea. Okay. That's just how we know what people are stealing from us because I haven't seen it, and I think it's a wonderful idea. Are you, can you meme generate? <clears throat> can I meme generate? Yes. All right, here, here's the meme. I made your happy birthday, Miho meme. That's great. So, so I've been using it so many, many times. Years ago. 
So we need a meme with just Mitch McConnell at his most goiter-looking fantasticness. When that fucker is just dangling like a turkey neck. Like almost catching wind. Maybe at the inaugural. The 2016 <laughs> inaugural. Well, hear me out. So it's just get Mitch McConnell, no words. And then you cut it in half. And the bottom half is just Lieutenant Dan from the movie when he's staring back at him. And then you just put the line, better tuck that in. Going to get that caught on tripwire. <laughs> Remember when you talking about Benjamin Buford? Yeah. So the, why's your lip? I'm going to tuck that in. No, there's a there's a great onion. They circle it every time McConnell's in the news where he, he puffs up his neck like a bullfrog to show, to show, <laughs> to intimidate his enemies. <laughs> it's just him with this giant inflated <laughs> neck and he's just, <laughs> he's trying to in, intimidate predators. So speaking of him, I don't, there's no way to verify this, but I... I, I, I saw that. You yeah. saw this? Yeah. They, I, I give him just, just about as much credence as I would give something coming from the far right. Yeah. If you don't, it, it's, for me, it's, it's not even about my historian bent but I need to see cited work materials. I don't yeah. need. I don't need you to put. This is from. This is from Bomax. Bomax, which sounds like a Cinemax version of some off, just like second rate. Yeah. Think about this: second rate softcore porn. Think about how bad yeah. second rate softcore porn is. Even if it's all bullshit, there are things that ring true in this meme as far as <clears throat> red states being poorer, taking more government subsidies, etc. Careful, but I, no, the news there was a little bit more. Um, Less political, just more interesting. He had a fall. Had a fall at his Kentucky home. Oh, yeah? Uh, broke a shoulder blade or something. There was definitely something broken. Shoulder, shoulder blade. Um, so that's that. Just thoughts and prayers really there. Um, I gotta, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm going to be dishonest. I hope it gets infected. I don't, I don't root for death. Just something kind of obligatory. No. Uh, Keep, no, I don't want to root death on anyone. But come on, think about it. An infection gone, like they go to place the bone, yeah. leave something in. Medical malpractice is a real thing. Or, you know, a little bit of an infection. Something that causes Seizure. some serious pain. Yeah. Something that, like, wizens him down, like, takes a lot of weight off of him mm-hmm. and only leaves the, the goiter, neck. the yeah. neck. Yeah. So then we, like, really get a look at this ghoul of a human being <laughs> that, re- like, the outward yeah, would match Berger. the inward. Right. The, the outward would match the inward. Um, but that's that's our Mitch McConnell news of the day. Literally just just talking about it. We talked about the infomercials, but I'm telling you, these QVC, it just in general, it, yeah. not just the QVC, but the infomercials for the body armor mm-hmm. or for the tactical gloves or glasses mm-hmm. or for the phone that won't die on you when there's high volume well, calling yeah, they would going be on exactly, in the air. There's a whole industry that could be, exactly be built like the around these I saw shooting. a commercial not that long ago, like an indestructible flashlight, and they're just like driving over it with Hummers. And shit, and you could tell it's like a very low budget, lots of lots of big words and big letters and lots of yeah, like this flat. Mm. Like yeah, it's like yeah, fight like, milk style. Yeah, fight milk style, exactly. Like fucking bullet bulletproof jeans that you can also hide your concealed carry weapon in. <laughs> you know, forget steel toe boots; these are bulletproof boots. Yeah, I mean, and the they said the, the one in Dayton. They said the dude was only shooting for some odd, like, 30 to 45 seconds before he was killed by police, and he still killed, like, t- 9, 10 people. Mm. So this whole, like, you, let's assume the, the the good guy with a gun aspect. Yeah. We can assume, if cops are within 30 seconds mm. on the scene of a shooting, that's an amazing response time, and congrats to them. Yeah. But to think that in just short 30 seconds, mm. how many more people could that guy have killed if he had chosen a setting that wasn't a concert yeah. or a festival or whatever, where there was going to be a police presence? Yeah. Thir- nine people in 30 seconds. Mm, second Amendment. 
boom, <laughs> second amendment, boom, second amendment. I'm, I'm not taking it like that. I'm just, you know, <laughs> just saying it's just. But the, the, nine to ten just, times he exercised outside, his second amendment Outside rights. of like the, this, the, the, the building of an entire, like a business around. I mean, honestly, these days as a parent, I, I don't recall having this fear when I was when I was a kid in school. It was never, no. you know. You know, it's like Jeeps. When you are driving one or when you start thinking about them, you see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it's like there's just more Everybody Jeeps. does that douchebag Jeep wave. Yeah. and it's, Started doing that with other Prius people. It's not landing. I just don't <laughs> try to let them see yeah. Prius it's, together, you it's, know. That's all it is, like. You know, I was like, hey, I could do that. Hey, I could do that, too. Hey, I could do that. Hey, I could... And then before you know it, you have a lot of, hey, I could do that. Plus, you know, we have the internet now. Maybe we write a country music. Sorry, did it go? Maybe we write... We, we go back, this is my kind of life. And we have to tie in one of these mass shootings where it becomes a little bit not clear which side of it. Like, do are we... I don't use bump stocks, that shit. <laughs> Just give me a 30-round AK and I'll mow 10 people down. <laughs> I'm a good guy with a gun. It's well, my kind of life. behind a bush. <laughs> that shit is for real. I'm not going to die for Costco today. I just shoot my pants. <laughs> I think that's, that's more likely the way we should go with, like, the pussy-assness of it. Yeah. I got my 45, but I can't get it because I'm huddled in the back and I just took a shit in my own pants. This is my kind of life. I've been running and gunning with my buddies in the woods, but nothing prepared me for the real shit today. It turns out paper targets are just not the same thing. <laughs> what if my gun jams? What if I miss? Oh shit, I think he's looking at me. Damn, he just shot a kill. This ain't my kind of life. Maybe if I give him my gun, he'll leave me alone. I should have waited till tomorrow to buy I told paper. him I was NRA. He looked at me and said, Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Then he shot my dog. <laughs> well, I don't have a dog anymore. It's not my life. There's a good tie in there. Country music that kind of hems into this whole yeah. this whole gun violence thing. Because it wasn't like, dude, how, how, how fast? And, you know, people shit on the media all the time. I mean, the media's always been the media. Why they act surprised the media is being media now is beyond me. But, I mean, when these things happen now, the whole they don't even do the thoughts and prayers or anything. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't even seen that anymore. Yeah. Now we're at this like, eh, okay, and like within five minutes of, yeah. of the event happening, ongoing, blood on the ground, people still dying. Some yeah. people have yet to be shot that are going to be shot. Yeah. There's people already like getting shit ready for the, just to make this strictly political on their on and only within the realm of their spectrum. Yeah. It's just nuts how fast it's... And that's why I don't care about it. Yeah. And that's why I like to think of the future when I'm, like, you know, for V's fifth birthday or tenth birthday or whatever, mm-hmm. when we go and have the talk, and the talk's no longer, like, birds and bees, the talk is, like, listen, when Not you're selecting... When you're, when, when you're selecting... <laughs> whatever. When you're selecting body armor... <laughs> When you're selecting body armor. No, I'm saying not the birds and bees. The talk becomes not that. It becomes, listen, when when you're selecting body armor, you have a few things you have to keep in mind. Flexibility. 
You gotta lightweight. Lightweight. You gotta be able to move. Coverage. You have to run. Does it cover the hot zones? And what do I mean by hot zones? Those are the death zones. Like, <laughs> and she's just looking up at me, like, as a child. She's like, can we move to Connecticut? <laughs> or, I don't know, like, Canada? Can we move to Canada? Yeah. Can we move to Australia? Listen, I'd love to move to Australia. We love it there, but unfortunately, the fallout is still a thing. <laughs> it's going to be about 20, 30 years before that works, and I just don't want to deal with a modem Joe right now. Yeah, so I, I had my concealed carry with me, and I'm, you know, I'm being interviewed on the news. You know, I, I saw him coming. And I thought I could take him out, but then what if the police think I'm a bad guy and I get shot? And that's when he shot the second kid. And I thought, well, you know, I could hit him, but... Uh, what if he turns and shoots at me? Then I got mm. gun. Then I got bullets coming at me, mm-hmm. and that ain't. I don't want to get shot. So right. I, I, instead of being a good guy, I've just hid over here behind the wall. You would have that too. If you, <laughs> you got to think if you were if you were carrying if you were concealed carry and you found yourself not so much in the crazy position. Like now, I was going to be in the crazy mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. of being finding yourself at a Walmart and you hear gunshots. That's not fucking crazy anymore. Think about no, that. No. Like your brain, even though you were kind of immune to the act itself, if you were in that situation and you heard the what you know to be the like clear sounds of pop, 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 and you know that's not balloons, Yeah. and then you hear the first elements of screaming, it wouldn't be so, I honestly feel like it wouldn't be so overwhelming shock now. Yeah. You, I don't know if it would help you kick into gear to save yourself and your family right. any faster, but you wouldn't be shocked by it. What's funny about that is we are just sort of, especially people on the right, they're just like, eh, things that happen. But you bring up a gay marriage, holy <laughs> fuck, are we not attuned to that yet? <laughs> now, I saw today, uh, here's, a, here's a question for you. This, this kind of spawns off that issue. I think we've done an okay enough job of not, of not making it too much of a, you know, well, again, I, so like I said, I well, applaud these just, events you know, because it, it means that we're still exercising our second amendment rights. I don't want to lose, lose like Brian. Rights. And we know what happens <laughs> when, when anything is was is presented to him yeah. that might be offensive yeah. to his sensibilities. Right. We don't want to lose it because he thinks we're talking politically. <laughs> so we don't we don't want to go talking about too in depth. We're just talking about the news. And yeah, it's just the news. And, uh, yeah. So don't go away. It's just goiterific <laughs> sa- uh, Saturday. This is a Saturday. Don't shoot um, Walmart. A uh, couple things. The, the the good and good president came out today. Say he thought video games were a part of mm-hmm. the blame yeah. in this. Yeah. Uh, how big were and video games to you when you were coming up? I liked them. I I didn't. I know I get shit for this. I didn't ever like Goldeneye. I didn't. I wasn't into that. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna sit here and say it's <clears> crazy <throat> to me because I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a video game. But I'm a little bit surprised because the game was so much fun. I mean. I never enjoyed it because I played it with a circle of friends who, like, that's all they did. Mm. And so when I would get the controller and be in the fourth, you know, box to the left, I was always, like, one of the first to die because I'm not familiar with the levels. I don't know where to go. I don't know how this shit works. Like, they're all playing Sega Genesis or whatever, and I'm still rocking my Super Nintendo playing Street Fighter 2. You know get what it. I mean? Yeah, I get so it. So I was never good at it. Same with Halo. Everybody loved Halo. Did never played it. But I never played it. So when I would go to someone's house party, they're like, "Oh, you gotta play it," you know, and I'd do it, and I'd be dead within seconds because I'm playing with fucking like nerd experts, like my best friend who like lived it. It's like, yeah, I just I can't I can't enjoy this because I'm not good at it, and I don't have it at home to get good at it. Right. But as far as video <laughs> games go, 
I don't intend. Have you ever wanted to kill anybody because of your time? Oh yeah, every day. Once I started playing Grand Theft Auto, I'm just like looking at people like I could run over that old lady. Mm. I could hit him with a baseball bat. I'm sure you did the thing where you have sex with a prostitute and you kill her and take the money back. Of course, that's not given. I mean, and have I done it? Maybe I don't know. In real life, yeah, maybe a couple of times for sure. But you know. Uh, never in a mass setting. Always sure. like a one-off, like a prostitute right. in a car kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, they're only not going to miss one no, if, no. If, you're, if you're careful. No, but I, I never did it because I, you know, I have my faith. Mm. I just couldn't. I'm just, at what point, at what point does it become so absurd <clears throat> that I forgot what we were saying because we had the technical issue? <laughs> I really did. Video games. Oh, that we continue to do this where we, it's just like a... You know, Eminem writes a lap a rap lyric, and some right. school gets shot up. It's Eminem's fault, or in this case, somebody goes out when they made it clear they wrote a manifesto. I don't think he left it with a lot of question marks. Yeah, he was, well, you know, like he wrote a manifesto. He clearly aligned with a lot of the views of the extreme right, and that's what we should call them because mm. they certainly don't constitute the entirety of those who would vote right. But the extreme right would would have someone well trained and armed to drive nine hours yeah. to kill Mexicans. But didn't know I haven't seen that in Arkham, you know, in my Batman or when I played when I played Call of Duty. Even know, that was strategic. I wanted, to, I wanted to murder somebody after playing Mario. No, think about it. There is a there is a game Call of Duty. I think it was the second one, Modern, War, Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. If you played the actual in-game experience, not the not the uh, not the, not the co-op where you're online mm. playing with other people, but the actual storyline of the game, there was a. A level which we've never seen, and it pops up and says, "In order to play this, you have to accept this extreme whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to sign it." Yeah, boom, set mature. You click in it; it's an entire level, if you will, mm-hmm. where you're one of four or five guys walking through a mall, mm-hmm. just cleaning house. Mm. I mean, it's the most. It, it was by far the most like graphically violent carnage. Yeah. That didn't really. It, it, in a video game sense, you're you're the role of a terrorist here, but there's no particular reason that you're doing this. It's right. all part of a wider show, mm-hmm. and there's no there, there's no uh, what do you call it? objective that you're you're hitting as you go through the map. Right. You're just literally walking through and killing defenseless people by the hundreds with a machine gun that seems to have never ending ammo. Right. And and that's it. And you never. You, it's very weird because the, the pace was very strange. You don't have normally in a game like that, first person shooter. You have the option to make that to run, to sprint, to move. Yeah. The only movement you could do here, they're casually just walking through. Yeah. Doing I remember it. this. I played. And, yeah, game. you probably played, and, and you're just walking through. And the only thing you can do is strafe and fire. You can't like. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like the time. This is so fucked up that I'm enjoying this, but it's not that I'm enjoying the the thought that I could do this for real. Yeah, it was just like, all right, I could take out some stress from my day right now. Yeah, it's and just like, pretend that these are the people yeah. that have wronged me. So metaphorically, in my head, I'm going to smite them never in real life because I have respect for human yeah, I mean, human life. The amount of people that have played that game and then gone and done it are the same amount of people who watched someone with a. 12-inch dick, titty-fuck a MILF, <laughs> and then went out and titty-fucked a MILF. With their 12-inch dick. With their 12-inch dick that they don't have. <laughs> like, that's, it's escapism. That's what that is. Like, you can watch, like, MILF porn with, like, oral triangles and butthole licking, and you can jerk off to it, and then you're done. You don't then leave your house and go seek out MILFs to do butthole licking. You're done. You did it. It's a fantasy, and you did it, and you're done. <laughs> 
Like nobody's nobody's like getting okay, off. Okay, okay. The counter games the counter argument there would be: What if you just did it so much over time that you do have that desire to leave the house and go seek out mm. real milf mm. and real butthole licking mm. and all that entails? Well, wouldn't that, they say that? What, you see, my argument would be yeah. over time. The fantasy would become less fantasy. It would be driven more into a carnal desire to actually experience it rather than have yeah, it. I don't know how much proof there is there because I'm going. Well, on how much proof is there? I, I'm just saying I'm going on a good twelve years. <coughs> I haven't done it. Yet. <laughs> let's get the we'll get the play clock started on that. We're at twelve years and counting, so let's see if the murder play clock can be yeah. ongoing. That's good. Like, no, I just I just the video games I play were predominantly. Sporting in nature. Yeah. Uh, but I would definitely play a lot of Call of Duty. I, but then it was just more like America hero worship because all those games were World War II heavy. The Big yeah. Red One. Yeah. Or you were in the 101st Screaming Eagles and you're yeah. always accomplishing the thing. I and played doing all it. those and I played Black Ops and Black Ops 2. I, I kind of stopped when Xbox One was coming out. Like once they were like getting out of Xbox 360 and skewing into the next console. I well, pe- people have to grow up. And a lot of us, yeah. there's a lot of Peter Pans out there. Now, I say that. Mm. Did you see the kid won $3 million? Some 13-year-old or whatever mm. won $3 million in this Playing Fortnite tournament. Mm. $3 million. Mm. Now, part of me had this really petty side where I was like, I hope he, you know, gets Macaulay Culkin where his parents try to seal it all. And he, got ha- a tiny and he has to sue his own parents. <laughs> and then, like, by the time Everything's settled in lawyers. Yeah. You know, he only gets like a hundred grand or something. No. But that's I, the petty in me. Yeah. I the other side that. is just he, like, he won. He won. He won. And he won I, in like the most way. Ways it, you, can you know win. who else wins in those scenarios? Because I think it has to be like that. The parents. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. I've only dealt with the parenting from a sporting side, mm-hmm. from like the shitty baseball parent or the yeah. shitty soccer parent. Tiger moms. Tiger moms, fucking, you know, weekend warrior coaching dads, wannabe coach dads, those people. But when your kid comes to you and says, I don't want to play any sports, I really don't want to go outside, I don't know why I'm making this guy effeminate, by the way, that's probably an asshole move on my part. In fact, I know it is. The guy could, the kid could have sounded fucking normal as hell. I had him sounding very, listen, dad, not only am I gay, but you've known about that. (laughs) Let's be real. Not only am I gay, I want to play video games. But when a kid comes to you and says, you know, dad, Probably most of the time, maybe not all the time. I shouldn't say most of the time. There's plenty of nerd dads, too. But your kid comes and say, I'm really good at this game. This is what I want to do mm-hmm. in my spare time when I'm not at school. And, I, and they say, what do you mean by spare time? And he says, oh, you know, 12 hours a day. <laughs> Whatever it may t- I'm, I'm yeah. doing this officially with a team. We're sponsored, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And also, I need money to travel to here and pay the dues here and travel yeah. to Dallas. And then in Dallas, we go to Minneapolis. And Minneapolis, we come down to Atlanta. And in Atlanta, they're playing this big tournament Fortnite. I could win $3 million. Yeah. And the parents like, What? I wanted my kid to run Why and play. Why can't you just be trans like your friends? <laughs> <laughs> they found the lesser. Just be a girl. No just one cares. But I don't have, I can't pay to go to Santa Monica. <laughs> I, I've, I'm tapped out. That's a lot of travel, Bison. That's a lot of travel. You and Chance almost got kicked out of school last week. I love the idea of the opposite, like a Patton Oswalt, like hoping his kids into Star Wars, but he's just a diehard football fan. <laughs> he's like, I can't connect with this kid at all. <laughs> Like, yeah, can we have a Super Bowl party? What? <laughs> For what? Yeah. Why? Let's watch Star Wars. But they again. win too because they they buy into this, which you know, the parent, you know, these not the, um, I don't know, there's certain age groups now, but these older parents, thirties, forties, fifties, they're like, you know, back in my day, 
video game. We didn't have that. You know, like that whole mentality. Get off yeah. my lawn. That yeah. older mentality that I says like the school that, in the snow. When I was well, well, that was like, I made a hard living. I sold you know raincoats for forty five years from Sears and Roebuck. See, <laughs> and you know, this kid just goes out and plays some video stream game. Yeah. And when three million, it's not right, I tell you. The same people say baseball players shouldn't be paid that much. Teachers should be paid that much. Well, that's not how economic economics yeah. works. See, because if if a teacher teaching a class drew seventy four thousand people to watch it on a daily basis and they were paying for it, right? The teacher would be paid their fair due. Whereas that doesn't happen. And what's yes. interesting though is baseball doesn't matter, <laughs> and education does. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. No, <laughs> like I know. In but in a market, picture, like in a, in a bigger market economy, sense, you should be more interested in having a, strong, a more educated uh, group of people. Something that I did see, you know, that you, uh, my brain is working. Has it not it's, been working up to this point? Uh, We're running on, running on E. Well, it's fine. I drink coffee, so I'm awake, but I'm just not, I don't know. I'm, I get it. I'm feeling um, whatever the word is. I saw something interesting today on Facebook. It was a, somebody, It's this is a good, like, leftist attack. So if you uh-huh. are, Brian, like, lean in close because this is going to be fun for you. Uh-huh. Oh, we're attacking the left. Yeah. Oh, they were, they were he's all, he just stopped the car. Dick got hard. He pulled over. There's a bone in it. There's a bone in this one right now, so <laughs> let's give it to him. It's some college thing, like in a in an auditorium, and this, this girl's talking. There's some sort I don't even, the video is so short, I don't even know what the subject matter was. And somebody from the crowd grabs a mic, and, hey, point of order, like they're having sort of like a an official meeting. And he said, could I ask the people uh, in the audience to not chatter while we're having this meeting? I have a hard time focusing. And if you're chattering, it distracts me from focusing on the subject at hand. Can we please not? And she says, yes, that's noted. Please, everyone, simmer down. And then she says, okay, guys. And as soon as she says that, some, some, he sounded like a, he had a, sounded like a black guy the way he was talking. He's like, oh, point of order, point of order. Please stop using gender specific oh, language God. when addressing us and that was the end of the video oh, and I was just God. like God these people make me just like want to <coughs> join the El Paso guy fuck <laughs> but in the comments something that came up which I thought was really interesting which I had not considered before most foreign languages are gender specific Spanish Italian etc 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 okay and the question was posed in the comments like how are these whiny crybaby college liberals going to square with the fact that foreign cultures that use foreign languages do so with gender-specific language Mm. when they're trying to do away with any sort of gender specificity. Mm. It's like you're, you're left of center and you want to bring in more Hispanic people in this country. Well, it turns out the Hispanic people are pretty particular in how they speak. It's Men and women. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, And somebody even said, like, oh, yeah, I'm from Mexico, and I think this gender shit is hilarious. <laughs> because everything we talk about is literally based on whether it's masculine or feminine. <laughs> There's no middle ground in the, Hispa- in the Spanish language. It's like, how, do you, how are you going to, like, the question was posed, like, how are you going to square with that? There's no middle ground in any of the Romance languages, but that, I mean, no, Spanish, like, somebody Italian, said, yeah, French, French. Like, all of them, even, uh, I believe, even German to an extent. Has, well, the, the German, that's more of like a... a t- like a demonic sound. That's not a love language. It's but that guttural. The, there's phlegmy. Yeah. We've talked about this. The question was floated. I'm like, I love that notion. Like, somebody like super tree hugger liberal wants all the cultures here, but he wants everyone to stop being gender specific. Just for the German listener before you continue, that was not a, a slight. I'm yeah. big fan of German culture. Then there's a brief history 
little point where I'm not, and then we y'all are y'all are back and yeah, y'all are back the, on. Yeah, World War One was a shit show. Everything else. Was <laughs> it's a shame about what happened. Oh, well, speaking of which, did you have did you have anything you want to clean up at that point before? No, I, move I just it's something that I that glossed that crossed into my mind. We'll, we'll piggyback off the, off your little uh, your little reference there. Mm. We all love your references here at TPTO, but the World War One. I, I did I did a this day in history. Big mm. day. Big day in history. You want like, to take a f- like few stabs? National Treasure, treasure Big? Or? Yeah, we're kind of, in honor of National Treasure <laughs> and founding fathers and documents that need not be stolen, why not talk about this day in some history? Before you get too deep into this day in history, have we figured out food? Because I. Safe sex. We'll do a safe sex. We'll come right into the new segment, This Day in History. <laughs> Holler. So for we'll, we'll pod this, and for the listener, the they, what are they, how much are they asking you for? They hold on, hold on. <laughs> for the listener, the phone might get cut off because we're not oh, you're in airplane mode because we got sandwiches coming. Yeah, no, I was, I was just, I was just cleaning out my email, and I always, check, I always look at my junk email because every once in a while a customer will send something and it'll go there, and at least once, maybe once every other week. I get emails from, like, anonymous hacker, which is where this one came from. And it starts with, final warning, my email. You have the final chance to save your social life. I am not kidding. Yeah. I give you the last 72 hours. <laughs> There's only three days left here. Yeah. Why even fucking... <laughs> to, make, to make the payment before I send the video with your masturbation to all your friends mm. and associates. As if we haven't seen that. The last time you visited a... Anne, it should be Anne, sorry, anonymous hacker, last time you visited an erotic website with young teens, which is very rare. Well, I was gonna say that's not even your that's not even your your niche. Yeah, if he if he said like last I saw you with the butthole licking, or yeah, he the, would know. The the MILF butthole licking. You downloaded and automatically installed the spy software that I created. My program has turned on your camera and recorded the act. Of your masturbation, masturbation and the video, and the you, were video you were watching while masturbating. My software also downloaded email contact list. So this guy's clearly like from another country. Of course. And, and a list. Yeah. A list of your Facebook friends from your device. I have both the Brent MP4 with your masturbation and his oh, M's are weird looking. It's a good one. And a file with all your card contacts on my hard drive. You are very perverted. You are very perverted. <coughs> if you want me to delete both files and keep your secret, you must send me the Bitcoin payment. I give you last 72 hours. Again, I don't understand the language here. To transfer the funds. If you don't know how to pay, this is my favorite part of all these emails. This yeah. is when they turn into nice people. <laughs> if you don't know how to pay with Bitcoin, <laughs> visit Google and search how to buy, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Send 2,000 US dollars, and then it gives the Bitcoin break, breakdown to this Bitcoin address immediately. And it's a lot of garbled. Well, we get the point. He's and basically then, get the 2,000 US dollars to the Bitcoin, send to him. Otherwise, do not try to cheat me. Mm. as he will send it to all the friends yeah. and all the people that you download off your Facebook list. The Bitcoin address is linked to you only, so I will know if you send the correct amount. When you pay in full, I will remove both files and deactivate my software. And what he doesn't know is that if people could watch you masturbating, they would pay for that. Yeah. And they just to see the spectacle. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. <laughs> Even by hacker standards, that is a terrible sign-off. Yeah. That's just awful. I like, you can visit the police, but nobody will help you. I know what I'm doing. I don't live in your country, and I know how to stay anonymous. 
don't try to deceive me. Yeah, even at the end, he softens up. He'll consider giving you another 48 hours <laughs> hey, before I send This P.S. is always at the end. P.S. If you need more time to buy and send Bitcoin, open your notepad and write 48 plus hours and save. This way you can contact me. I'll consider giving you another 48 hours. If it's coming from the same guy, he's done this for like nine months. And so far, nobody's contacted me and said, hey, I saw your jerk-off video with the team. He's, he's just sweating you, man. He's just building up the anticipation for that payment. <clears throat> yeah, That's well, here's what's funny. <clears throat> I, I literally, I get, like, at least two or three a month, and this is what I do. It's There it is, and now it's gone. I deleted it. <laughs> and you know what? Part he knows of, that you deleted it. Yeah, because he's got his spy software on mm. it. <clears throat> the funny thing, like, let's say, for argument's sake, that that was legitimate. And I just was being so flippant. And I've just really worn on this guy's patience. He keeps giving me 72 hours, and then he sees that I delete it, and he's going, fuck. He's not taking me seriously. Maybe he didn't believe me. I'll send it again. And then he sees me open it, and then I delete it. Fuck, what the fuck is this guy not like? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin his social life. He sends it again. He sees me open it. I delete it. <laughs> Like, I must be, if it's the same guy, I must be driving him insane if it's legitimate. Because I just, I just keep trashing him like fucking, uh, <coughs> fucking Dak Shepard in Idiocracy. Don't care. Just delete it. <laughs> and what's funny is, if it were legitimate, if that was a real threat and he was going to do that, he picked the wrong person to threaten it with because I read that the first time thing like, oh, fuck it. If they see it, they see it. Mm, yeah. I mean, what is... <laughs> I like, mean, they, they, have, they know I'm doing it. Yeah, and also... It's on you for watching the video at some point. If you get yeah. a weird email that says, I have, this is a video of your cousin Brent that I've used as collateral. He did not pay me. Hence, you will now be watching him masturbate. I just don't click on the video. I yeah. call you and say, is this some kind of joke? Yeah. Or, and you're like, no, it's actually a video of me jerking off. But this guy was like asking $2,000. I'm not going to pay $2,000. I don't even have $2,000. I don't even have $2,000. <laughs> so I guess there's just a video of me jacking off on the internet now. Yeah. And that'll be that. Plus, if you were to receive it and watch it because you're weird, there's no way to even verify that the side-by-side -side is truthful. Like, mm. if you have a phone video of someone jerking it, you could put that next to anything. Yeah. You could put that next to, like, bears. Yeah, you could you could literally transcribe or just overlap it and yeah, make like, it seem oh, like you were watching. You're jerking uh, off to, to gay porn. Yeah. See, we've got it on video. Yeah. Like, well, no, you don't, have, <laughs> you don't have any way of proving that that's what I was looking at. <laughs> Like, it probably wouldn't be the, for the. It would probably be your best interest to say it wasn't gay porn and leave it at that. Because if you start over explaining, well, you can't prove that it was gay. That sounds like it could have been gay porn. You can't prove I was watching Teen Girl Trap Porn. You can't prove it. Wait, what? That was a really specific. Comment. I don't want to go into it. This is the before thing. we, before we safe sex though, we did talk about this day in history. Yeah. And uh, we had some big happenings on this on this August. Uh, Whatever date it is, Fifth. yeah. It's, no, it's Saturday, so that it's August eleventh. Uh, Earmuffs, or something. Earmuffs, something. Shits. He knows. <laughs> uh, uh, but the one of them that struck me, not the biggest of the day, but I, honestly, I was surprised when mm -hmm. I looked it up. I was like, wow, this was a fairly happening day. Barack Obama's birthday. No, um, Marilyn Monroe died under mm. mysterious circumstances. And uh, so that you know that bush will live forever. No but more furry bush. Uh, or actually, 
Always furry Always bush. furry bush, yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's perpetual and more furry. <laughs> Title of the episode? Oh, uh, let's not do that. Always furry But there bush. was some other, like, more... Uh, this was the mobilization of the English Expeditionary Force for the First World War. Mm. They started mobilizing today to send off millions to die. Mm. And we also had the Gulf of Tonkin. This was a day of the President Johnson that tried to get support based on the Gulf of Tonkin attack to declare war on Vietnam. Lyndon, also the Lyndon day, Lyndon B. Lyndon B. I need more room for my nutsack. <laughs> yeah. Also in the day that, that I got my Nixon... Hager slacks, and I like them, but the problem is the seam, it rides up too high, and it rubs against my bunghole. I need more room for my bunghole in my nutsack. So ask your, ask your man there to make me five new pairs of the Hagar slacks and the cut I like, but give me more room for my bunghole. <laughs> And That's a real thing. I know. You can go listen to I've, I know, I've LBJ heard. order pants where he needs more room for his butthole. Yeah. And <laughs> it was also the day that Nixon just, uh, admittedly said that he had uh, covered up mm. Watergate for political as well as national security reasons. Mm. So, pretty interesting day. You think Nixon would have uh, resigned office today absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not he, i mean if, if he had the kind of ba- you know backroot support mm. and certainly from his contemporaries if, if if the republicans had circled the wagon the way they do now yeah and just bend the rules of really humanity morality christianity all the anities yeah except for sean hannity then they, I mean, if they had circled the wagon like they did now, I mean, well, because yeah. well, think how Donald Trump would pass off the the Watergate scandal. Yeah, with a shrug. I sent him in there. I wanted to know. They're crooked. It's all fake news. These were all. It were probably. Yeah. All, it was all papers anyway. Yeah. No, it makes me wonder. Like you said on a previous episode, that Leah has some friend who's like a staunch Trump supporter, mm-hmm. but that she drew the line at goddamn it. Yeah, it's like really like that's the one that pushed you over the edge. And then it made me ask the question, and we've joked about it before. Like, what is too much? Like, there's a famous political saying that you're you're a sh- you're a sure thing. It would take. Um, a live boy or a dead girl to keep you from getting into office. We, we've touched on this many times. It makes me wonder, let's say we find, like, photo evidence, undoctored, uh, Trump with a little boy just diddling away. In the background, you see Joe, I, I wasn't there for this one. <laughs> the president was there. He wasn't the president at the time. <laughs> to be clear. And we had gone to the deli. We had gone to the deli, and I had gotten the Reuben with the potato salad. Normally I get the fries, but I'm not supposed to have fries. That's what my wife said. But anyways, there we were. I was hungry. It was, it was me and Jeffrey Epstein and, and, and Mr. Trump, now the president. Now the president. And there was a boy there. But unlike the Sandusky times... Normally, normally, the boy would have been alive. But this one was dead. It was very clear to me that he was dead. But I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. So I ate my sandwich. So I, I did. I, I ate half my potato salad. And I'll be honest with you, they had put too much salt on it. And it was bothering me. It was bothering me a little bit. So I put it down. And then I remembered, oh... Oh, yeah, there's a dead boy in the room. 
And I remember thinking kind of clear for the first time in 20 years, thinking, why why is there a dead boy in the womb? And then I never got any clear answer. And then I just got tired. I just got tired. <laughs> so I, 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 I pled I, pled them to let me leave. They did. They did. I love the I'm idea. not sure. What, what are we talking about? I love the idea, like, you addressed it by bringing the dead boy back up. I love the idea of the... Yeah, joke. he was dead. He I was love dead. the idea of the Joe Paterno character talking about his meal and the just a dead <laughs> child rape is just a, like a small tidbit of the story. Like, so there I was eating my sandwich. I'd asked for no pickle. They gave me pickle. It's fine. I took it off. I took a bite, and that's when I heard the sloppy sounds of, of, of dead boy rape in the background. And that's when I realized... <laughs> so fucked up. Back-to-back weeks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was. It, I don't like the pickle. It, 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 but it, I don't like the pickle, so I took it off. But it still had the pickle flavor. But the, the pickle flavor, and then you hear the noises in the background of just flesh, and and just it's kind of a damp wetness. <laughs> and when you're eating a soft piece of bread that's kind of had pickle, it, uh, it the texture, good. the texture, the whole thing, it was ruined. It was ruined for me. <laughs> I had the idea um, maybe I should get up and put a stop to this. Instead, I took my sandwich and my potato salad, and we had a hotel rooms with the adjoining door. I went to the other room. <laughs> to be clear, when I do this one, Jopa is not Jewish. He never was. <laughs> He's an Italian. He's from, like, Brooklyn or one of the boroughs. But it's just very, but every time, especially later in his life, when yeah. he was that, I, you know, Joe, I would, what do you think about that play in the fourth quarter? Uh well, there was a play. He uh, he got open. He got open there, and uh, we threw him the ball. And and none of the defenders, none of the defenders got to the ball. So he caught it. It was a, it was a, it was a touchdown. But I I gotta say the, the dead boy ruined it for me. <laughs> After the play was over, I remember I had a flashback to Jeffrey Epstein for sure. And I think Trump was there. Yeah. And there was a dead boy. It does make me wonder. Normally it was a dead girl with Epstein. <laughs> Not that I ever saw that. I, I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw it. I never saw it. <laughs> I did report it. Uh, not to the police. I, I called somebody just randomly from a phone number in the yeah. book. And I said, have you heard about this? I got uh, I, I got a pat on the back for my uh, my high school athletic director analogy. It's a great one. It really does sum it all up. Well, you know what? That high school, it just doesn't, it's not going to work for you. What we're going to do is we're just going to move you across the street. So we were thinking, you're a good coach, you know, so why bring the authorities into this? There's a great middle school down the road that needs a new girls volleyball coach. So we're going to send you there, and we're just going to... Between just, us, we, gonna, between us, you get them a little younger. A little bit more impressionable. We're not going to make a big thing of it. You can really make them hate themselves for this. Not really talk about it in front of anyone else. Church does a lot of good, though. Does a lot of good. Does a lot. Does a lot of good. (laughs) Another big favorite of everyone's last week. Kristen, by the way, said she was, like, peeing herself with the Al Pacino great-ass stuff. But (laughs) the stuff that... There I was! The stuff that really seemed to get the the giggles going (laughs) for a lot of people was the... I ordered a dozen donuts and there was only oh, eleven. There was only eleven then donuts. I remember I ate the twelve. I ate the twelve donuts. <laughs> Normally, sometimes they give me thirteen donuts, but this time I just gave me twelve, so I ate one of them. And I got mad because I thought, "Fuck, they shorted me a donut because I'm a cop." 
So that's the worst of it. This is the Ohio accent. This is the Ohio accent. I, I don't know what it is. Church does a lot of good. Church does a lot of good, though. <laughs> a lot of good. Yeah, there's there's a guy I always picture that I know is like a huge Catholic guy, and I always picture him when I do the church does a lot of good. There's a lot of good, though. A lot of good. <laughs> a lot of good. I mean, 50% of them are great. Just great guys, you know? Yeah, the 50 are child molesters. Yeah, they diddle. But, I mean... I've never personally wanted to diddle, but I can see the draw. <laughs> I've it's never done like, it. You know, I play video games and I kill innocent people, right. but I don't go kill real people in real life. Right. I do, however, see the draw with the diddles. <laughs> the draw, draw with the diddles. <laughs> I do get the appeal there, you know. It was like a like a play on a Fraggle Rock. We could create a little fake Fraggle Rock. We call it the Diddles, and everything's everything's a little suggestive. They're trying to they're trying to make it in a world yeah. where all the kind of like the the authority figures are most half of them. We'll call it like half of them are outly trying to diddle them. Yeah, and they're like, where are the Diddles? Where are the? It's all happy until like one of the guys comes along. Hey there, Diddles! And they're like, oh. You know, they, they get it I instantly. I love the idea of the puppets being the victims. Yeah, like, of course. Like we have these Fraggle yeah. Rock puppets, and then you just have, like, a creepy Mr. Rogers-like side <laughs> character. Hey, leave his name out your mouth. I don't know if you've seen that movie that <laughs> no. he did. I cried like a baby. So oh, really? Mr. Rogers was excellent. It was a big part of my youth. All right, well, like a, like a, that, sesame, that, like a Sesame Street Let me put it person. this way. If they, the biggest fear for a lot of people, mm. and it's a, I'm sure it is, is that they've the, the a, a terrible smoking gun is found. Right. It's not going to exist because he was not this person. I don't. Right. I can't know because I never knew him. Like but a if they came Jackson out, documentary type. Thing yeah. We're like, like three oh, yeah. three people had the exact same story, yeah. and they're like, after he put on, he takes off his jacket and he puts on the part the the uh, what do you cardigan. <laughs> Every time he would do that at the house, he had cardigan, and then the shoes would come off, and then my pants would come off. It was always the same. It was always the same thing. <laughs> he would always leave the white sneakers on. <laughs> I can't even look at a pair of boat no, shoes like, today. Mr. Rogers is the wrong analogy. It's Sesame Street where you have these puppets and then you always have like a, a human adult. I mm-hmm. love the idea of that human adult just being like a like a creepy stereotype like <laughs> 70s cab driver <laughs> in like a bad hat and a member's only jacket. Like walking over to the Diddles like, hey Diddles, <laughs> I got popsicles with me in my, uh, in my cab. You want to come have a popsicle? Actually, popsicles would be too good for a perv from that area. He's like, I got some Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to draw it back. They're shopping at the dollar store. He's like, I don't really like Tootsie Rolls. I don't like Tootsie Rolls, sure. (laughs) What about the Tootsie Pop? You eat the popsicle, you get the Tootsie Pop. Oh, three licks to the center. And you get a little reaction from the guy now. (laughs) When one of the diddles is, that's the one, you take three licks to the center of the Tootsie Roll Pop? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Little anyways, diddle. Come on back to my cave. I'm gonna finish my hot coffee. <laughs> oh, it's the diddles trying to live. It's the diddles. Then you get to the next scene where it's just diddle puppets, and one of them's just shrugging, <laughs> <laughs> being comforted by hey, other diddles. Hey, Bingo, what's wrong? I don't want to talk. About I you. feel dirty. <laughs> I did get a. A lollipop out of me. <laughs> that wasn't so bad. It was green apple, not my fave. <laughs> I like the watermelon. <laughs> uh, totally transitioning over here. Did you see the text message I sent out to the group? I, first time I've created a little super fan text group that I sent out last night. Don't know if you got that. Uh, I did. The, the Folly uh, Beach Enthusiast yes, Facebook it, yeah. page. I'm super thinking that we all need, we need to get... We need to get Rusty Balloon Knot, yeah. Superfan Allen, 
No cheese, Sean, and that's a pipe dream. Super or, uh, Pro- Producer Burke, definitely on board. To all join. I had to answer a little thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten in yet. I guess they're admins. <laughs> oh, or, so you, it's a, it's a it could group. be. It could be, yeah. It could ah. be quite the vetting process. But as Rusty Balloon Knot said, for them to have to advertise to be nice on their fans of Folly <laughs> Beach <laughs> at Facebook post means that there's been like-minded... Yeah. Uh, antithesis to the yeah one of two things Folly is happening. Beach group. either someone like myself is going there and asking like why do you like this beach when like just a few hours the opposite direction you have white sandy beaches or there are people that frequent Folly Beach that do like it are all assholes <laughs> that's more likely one of the two tomato things. tomato I don't you know I don't know I'm just saying it's very hey, interesting fuck you bro I like my beach <laughs> I just, I've definitely, I've definitely applied to be a fan, mm. and I just think there's a lot of ways you can troll there. I, I, I view it as more of a, um, call it upstanding trolling, where we're not going in and immediately saying, "Look at this shit brown beach." Yeah, no, we should like post photos of Gulf beaches, right? Like, in like post them to no, the I, page. I, I was thinking, go ahead and say like, oh, I, I love, I love Folly Beach," and then post a picture of Destin, right? And then <laughs> wait for a local be like, "That's not Folly Beach," and then you be like. What do you mean? And like have them ex- have them explain. Well, I can tell that's not Folly Beach because it's beautiful. Do you not see the brown sand and the I don't overcast? I see any brown sky. sand. I don't see any overcast. The people in the photo were smiling. There's big boobly bitches. There's jiggly titty teens. Jiggly tiggly teens. I don't see any elderly people. <laughs> There's no sense. There's no general sense of misery coming out of your photo. That's no way. That's my hometown beach. I'm sorry, you're wrong. This was Destin. Let me take that down. They repost a photo of like uh, seaside. Like hey, yeah. here we go. I love Folly Beach. That's not Folly Beach. Right. Uh huh. I don't understand. What do you mean? Well. Yeah. I think cool. it'd be good to get like a to get like some um, stock photos of a gay a gay wedding. Mm. Just a couple, like maybe a handful. Yeah. Uh, Preferably man on man, like gay wedding, not mm-hmm. lesbian wedding. Yeah, and on a beach, just like that, probably yeah. in Tahiti or Destin or somewhere else. And be like, our memories of '09 at Folly Beach, very right wing. I mean, it's Carolina. We're talking yeah. here. Yeah, and just keep popping those in there. <laughs> like we're a wedding photographer that specializes at Folly Beach and yeah. gay weddings, apparently. Yeah, LGBT, and just keep. There's no place like LGBT or for. For LGBT like Folly Beach, and just just kind of trickle in because this is their own be nice rule now. Yeah. Whereas like if you're an admin, you're probably like, Ugh, I don't like gay marriage, and I certainly don't want it happening on my Folly Beach. Well, that doesn't even look like Folly. <clears throat> that looks gorgeous. <laughs> it would require some work, which we've never been very good at. Those people look like they're having a good time. Uh, w- when it came to Thunder in Paradise and Instagram, back oh, quick in the thing day, by the Thunder in Paradise, some work there. No, no, I don't know. No, I'm just saying of actually creating fake Facebook profile yeah, and trolling that, with that trolling strictly for one enjoyment and two for this we, purpose. We won't even get it off the ground because Alan will swoop in and warn. Oh the yeah, he will. Like, don't let this guy. His Charleston, don't let this guy, yeah, his Charleston like, pride would just. They're gonna fuck with you. It's not real. That's why we go in. Okay, let's get meta. We just create separate Alan Bono <laughs> profiles. 
<laughs> like you can be Alan Vano the yeah. third, I'll be the yeah. fourth. We we'll use different photos of, of him yeah. because you can. There are certainly ones of him that look very different yeah. than the other. It's and we just kind of start, and then that way when Alan Bono shows up, to be like, don't friend accept Alan Bono. Yeah. They'll be like, what? And then it'll be a real. It's the real me. It's the real Buzz Lightyear situation. Like, which one's the real Buzz? I don't know. My name is Alan Bono. Yeah. The Spanish version shows up all of a sudden. Like a but that would be more like, exciting. Look at me. Hear my voice. I'm your father. <laughs> But that's my Folly Beach. I, I saw that and I instantly sent it out and I was like, have to do this, so right? Have to those, join this group. Some of those phone numbers I don't have in my contact list, so I don't know. It was just are. Rusty Blue, not Superfan Allen. I assumed as much for both. Oh, Super, that was my question. Superfan Allen's Oh, he was on there, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Superfan so Allen. He's not going to be on board with any of that. I don't, I don't think he's that much of a homer if we were to, at, for the show, for TPTO's <laughs> sake, which kind of ties me back in before we move on to something I'm really excited about. Can I want to talk more. Could we, just on that idea to button it, could we pivot every once in a while to like a prank phone call podcast where we call places in Folly Beach? Yeah, that could be a whole other, I would love that. A whole, <laughs> it's like a combination jerky boys where we call somewhere yeah. in Folly Beach, but like it needs we, to be, I, the thing about doing those is that, I think a lot of people have this concept. It's like when you're crank calling when you're 13. You have an idea, but you haven't yeah. really thought it through. Yeah, no. I, like, what I would do, like, I would, like, call a bar that's beachside. Say, hey, I'm coming to Folly with my family for vacation soon. And I haven't been there before. And uh, I was wondering, your, your restaurant's got good reviews on Yelp. I was wondering, do you have any craft beers on tap? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got this one, we got that one. Like, oh, how, did you do fried oysters on the menu? I didn't see that. Yeah, seasonally, you get them going in conversation. Like, I've never been to, fo- like, what's the beach like today? And just get them to start describing it. And then you're like, oh, so it's not sunny? <laughs> well, you know, it's overcast most days, but it is still nice some of the time. It's, like, it's overcast, really? Like, all the time? Well, I mean, yeah, but, oh. I just I grew up going to like the Gulf beaches. I'm just I guess I'm not used to that. Well, yeah, no, it's different here. It's definitely different here. But you guys have the fluffy white sand though, right? Even, like for my kids' plan, uh, no, like it's it's brown and hard. It's kind of like the wet sand near the water, but on the whole beach, like oh. Oh, and you just got she crab soup. <laughs> you guys then, now you're just pissing them off. <laughs> if you believe Alan's story about she crab soup, that would be the ultimate. Like, yeah. the guy just shit on your yeah. your weather, shit on the sand, <laughs> asked you if you sold she crab. Yeah. First thing, and they're probably. I say I wouldn't do that. I'd say, so you guys, uh, you guys have uh, New England clam chowder <laughs> on your appetizer menu. No. Do you have any sort of regional soups? <laughs> just wait. <laughs> well, we do have she crab soup. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's what we should do just to prove Alan wrong. We should call restaurants and be like, hey, I couldn't find your menu online. Do you guys have she crab soup? Every, oh, yes, we do. Every single one of those motherfuckers. It'd be like it'd be like when we called about calamari and everybody was just a yes. Well, like they we, weren't just a yes. <laughs> we needed larger sample size. I'm saying. It'd be also, I got some calls yeah. in the time since where it was unclear whether it was we're eating squid or calamari. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and though they are the similar, same thing. It is different having one. I do like the idea of just like making a list of 20 South, uh, Charleston restaurants and just calling them back to back. Hey, yeah, I was having trouble looking at your menu online. Uh, can you tell me, do you guys sell she crab soup? And just, yes, 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 of course. Why wouldn't we? This is Charleston, South Carolina, home of she crab soup. And just record all 20 yeses. 
Just, and just like, well, apparently it is a big deal, and Alan's full of shit. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, we could definitely have some some fun with that one. You have something you want to pivot to, but before we do, let's save sex. I want to check the status of these sandwiches. 10-4. Picked a good time to pause, check on the sandwiches, because the sandwiches came in. Are they on? We're, We're on. on. <clears throat> nice. They were tasty. Loaded with the meat. They meat. went They went full Arby's on us and gave us the meat. Get, get the end cuts. I think so. You're like, oh, this Cappy's almost done. Let's just give it all to these guys. <laughs> Hot Cappy. Um, I wanted to, I was transitioning though before the safe sex and food break. Uh, ended up, we'll, we'll wrap it with this. But I, I love, and I've been thinking about it all, all show today from earlier on, the idea of a, of the um, celebrity squares. With oh, yeah. Some of the characters that we that we really, well, invented, yeah, and and nourished kills mini bear. Uh, I got a small list here. Mixed mirror. I got Mr. Charleston. Um, <laughs> we got. Excuse uh, me, there. Got, I do not want to be next to any of the colored <laughs> colored folks. We got Mr. Charleston, Mixed Mare, uh, Joe Pa, of course. <laughs> Kills Mini Bear, this bitch guy, no name, just this oh, yeah, bitch yeah, guy, yeah. and one. Rodney Tahoe. I'm yeah. looking for some others, because I think with celebrity you have to have nine. Yeah, right. You have to have nine, three, three, and three. I'm sure we have nine between the last seventy plus episodes. Okay, I'm at six right now. I can't. Yeah. I'm struggling to think of some of the early day characters that we might have. Exactly. Now I don't know. On the spot, got, I can't think of we've, it. We've gone so far. I'd have to look at all of our show titles to like jog my memory. <laughs> like I like like a character is the you who chose flight and couldn't do anything wealthy with it, <laughs> so he just flies people around like Florida, <laughs> following the roads because <laughs> he would lose his way. You know, sorry about the breath. Like that, <laughs> that, that version of you. So everything like that he answers is through the lens of so flying laugh man's a yeah. character. <laughs> everything comes through the lens of the fact that he chose to fly at normal flying bird like yeah. speeds rather than he thought he was getting like Superman speeds. Yeah. Instead, he's just a guy that can move at like you know roughly 15. ten to twelve, ten to twelve, sometimes fifteen with a breeze, yeah. fifteen on a windy day. Well, he can max out at thirty. He tried to fly to Paris. He fell asleep and almost drowned to death <laughs> in the cold, sh- shivering water of the North Sea. Uh, yeah, now he just does quick day trips like an Uber, oh. but it's a more just frustrating Uber. I got two for you right now. Let's man. hear it. Blumkin and Cagle. Oh wow, on the same board no less. Oh, and Terry Funk. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> Terry Funk, he's on there. Those three are just from those three are just from Christmas. There's your nine. And there's right your there. nine. But yeah. I feel like you know we'll have some 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 roll-ins as we go back and look at episodes. Just ask me the goddamn <laughs> question. <laughs> All right, Mr. Funk. To block. <laughs> Excuse me, I do not want to be in the center square as I might be nearer to the colored folks. I prefer to be in one of the corners where I only have a neighbor to the east or west and a neighbor to the south or the north, perhaps. I love how you just love Mr. Charleston. <laughs> You've taken that character on. Terry um, Funk's gonna be in the motherfucking center square. I really don't like it when Mr. Funk starts to curse. This guy does not come in dump trucks. I haven't come in a dump truck in years. <laughs> uh, uh, Sandusky would. Sandusky could come in a dumpster, for sure. For sure. I'm sorry. Hey, what? I want to know about this Sandusky fella. <laughs> that all sounds like Kegel's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Joe Paul, we want to meet 
said, to be honest, I'm, I'm 427 years old. There's probably some things I could teach Mr. Sandusky. But he's going to like me because I look like a small boy. <laughs> but I'm not really. And he's going to be surprised because I don't like to receive. I like to give. I hope Mr. Sandusky's up for it. Sorry. Kegel got a little bit uh, prison dominant there for a second. And kills many bears just in his square, arms crossed, <laughs> saying nothing until addressed. And then when he does it, it just sounds like you. Whatever the question is, it's just you saying, no, that's not, I'm going to go with B. <laughs> Thank you, Kills Mini Bear. That's great. We'll definitely have you back next week. Will you talk to us about, what was our underperforming Indian's name last week? Oh, Born to Harvest. Born to Harvest, but there was another one. Oh, does not much. Does not <laughs> Born to Harvest would be, he'd have a lot to say on Celebrity Squares. I feel yeah, like he would like, have a lot. Born to Harvest is like the Michael Sarah of the Indian tribe. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Like, mm. either of them. Mm. That's that's who you have there. And then fucking, like, does not much. Does not much is like Jack Black. <laughs> this bitch guy, though, he probably doesn't even answer any of the questions. He just tells you a story, <laughs> kind of like in Celebrity Jeopardy. When, yeah. like, you know... You know, the Celebrity Jeopardy, they, were, they weren't really interested in getting the question right. Right. So he'd be like the Turd Ferguson or the Burt Reynolds of that group. <laughs> yeah, Turd know? Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> Turd Ferguson, that's my name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my hat. <laughs> this bitch just got the question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch had a chance to steal it for the player but lost it. <laughs> oh, God. This bitch guy needs to come back and explain some of this turbulence that's in the... American politics. He, we need to take this bitch deeper. Yeah. Where he ex, he tries to explain some very very lofty, you know, complicated machinations of, of political nature <laughs> or social, all within the guise of this bitch. So it could be like Mitch McConnell. This bitch. Yeah. Or over like the dead bodies at Walmart. Yeah. This bitch. Oh. <laughs> this bitch gone too far. <laughs> it's not too far because as a country we've decided to do nothing about it. So I applaud it every time it happens. Uh, it does. It does seem to happen a lot, man. A yeah. lot. Yeah. We, we've decided to do nothing about it at all other than just fucking bitch at each other when it happens and then go right back to doing nothing about it. What would Nick Cage do to, 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 to curb this, to stop this? this, this <laughs> Trouble is, if I, go, if I try and sound like Nick Cage, I'm just going to end up dovetailing right into Terry Funk. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to. Well, because Nick Cage... Oh, yeah. You know, he's gonna... This belongs in a museum. And before you know it, you're just down here at Terry Funk Levels. You can come in a fucking dumpster. I don't want to be anywhere near motherfucking Mick Smear or that dumbass Rodney Tarhoe. I beat the shit out of both of them back in 87. And I ain't seen them since. And I don't want to, goddammit. One of them's gay, the other one's retarded. <laughs> that never says which one, it's just implied. You just know. And you cut to both of them and they're both making like... <laughs> 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 the truth is, we're both pretty fluid. I'm <laughs> as far as the retard thing goes, I mean, shit, that ain't, that ain't fucking PC. <laughs> I ain't got no special school. None of that. <laughs> They sent me upstate to a nitwit school. I mean, listen, I didn't graduate, but I, I mean, I, I still was in the regular classes. You know what I mean? 
fuck. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I fool around with whoever I want to fool around with, man, fuck you, Terry Funk. I think that would be a fun idea for a holiday segment or something, though. We'll do Celebrity Squares. If you have any ideas for questions, we could, we could call some. We could even have yeah. a situation where we call two. Well, we can't call two. Yeah. We don't have that capacity yet. We'll figure it out. Maybe we can uh, involve two phones. We'll call two yeah. different super fans, and they'll battle it out in the first ever. You could do a three-way call from your iPhone. Uh, that requires, like, knowing how that works. It's very easy. Well. I'll show you how to do it. Like Instagram. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Well, that being said... They're not characters on the show, but the Thunder and Paradise guys come to mind now that we're, my brain is on to... That's what I meant to tell you earlier, but I cut you off because uh, Macy told me that she was so thankful to us for turning her on to Thunder. She called it Thunder, not Thunder and Paradise. So you know that she's all the way all in. Yeah. With uh, So is that how far she's listened to the show, or is she up to date? No, this was... Uh, she actually sent me a text out of the blue, and all it said well, it was just a gif of Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> and I was like, that's just great. And she was like, I can't thank you all enough for turning me on to this. This is life. <laughs> and I was like, it always is for those. Thunder in Paradise. And what's his name of it? Of course, Brew. It was Brew. <laughs> Brew and Spence. Brew and Spence. Brew. Okay. I just remember that thing you made. Of course his name is Brew. His name is fucking Brew. Brew. <laughs> but I do have to wrap it up there because of the laugh, man. It's not sexual because you know how the golden voice is. He's going to make it imply that I have a strict uh, hourly or <laughs> hourly. Wow, that would be generous. Uh, minute window. Mm. But it's not the case. Just lately I've had more work than usual. And mm. normally I'm heavy on Mondays or Saturdays. I work a lot on Saturdays. They're my, that's where I pick up all, I cover all my extra stuff, things right. I couldn't get to during the week. And, and, and Saturdays. While I'm potting. Yeah, Saturdays are the days you have to race home for a beach. Just. Yeah. One can only hope you didn't have diarrhea that day. No. Uh, it's been a minute. That's, you know, good on that front. Uh, Matt and Perth update. The Laugh Man's got, seems regular. <laughs> Bowels are back to some f- functioning normally did, for the last few weeks now. Did Matt and Perth email about doo-doo? Of course. He sent us a lot of emails. He mentioned that he had an issue with some kind of bacteria in his oh, gut. Oh, yes, yes. And he, he had dealt with that and how... It, there's a difference between having to poop, and this happened in traffic this morning. We'll, we'll end it with poop. Why not? Well, that's fine. I was in traffic, and it was one of those, like, you've taken your first morning deuce, and instinctively you know this isn't the one. This is the scout party Yeah. that's coming to survey the land. Sure. But it was a larger-than-average scout party, so maybe I gave it more credence than I actually should have. Hmm. And then you leave, and you're not even halfway to work. And there's traffic, and then the, like the real truth, the actual Normandy the, invasion. Oh, yeah, the sound. Normandy invasion. Yeah. Like you, you can a poop so bad that you can like feel it working its way in, through your lower intestine. Yeah. So like, I had that today, but it was it was healthy. <laughs> so my, I'm back to back to regular for all those listeners. The gut. Yeah. You know. I do want to know from Matt. I had this thought just the other day. Like, there's so many beautiful Australian people. But I do want to know, like, are there ugly Australian people? Yeah, of course, man. What do they look like? Like ugly people. I think that's what he's going to come back with. <laughs> fucking bogans are bogans worldwide. They're going to look like they're going to look like ugly fucking people. It's like I'm only used to seeing like the supermodels on Instagram. Well, that's because that Instagram is not the real world. Yeah. No one, no, there's no, there's no, there's no crowd of people but that, are, that are standing, that are waiting in line right. metaphorically online to yeah. like your picture of a fucking droopy dunce-looking ugly girl or guy that's not selling something. It's just them looking dumpy. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, an Australian, like, surfing commercial, and everybody associates, like, 
big wave surfing, beautiful beaches, beautiful people, that sort of sandy blonde hair, gorgeous mm. women, but instead it's just fucking like some chubby, yeah. <laughs> four foot tall gap tooth. Sure. I'm here to surf. Yeah. That's, there's so many of, that's, that's, it's any country. You know, I mean, you know, to an outsider that says, you know, they love America, they come here or whatever, they want, they see America on TV, they want to live in America, they get here and they're like, fuck y'all are fat. Yeah. Like the majority of y'all are butt fucking fugly. Like y'all, this is not what you see in the advertisement. Of course, yeah, it's that's not. That's that great analogy of Curly from the Three Stooges back in the day was a fat guy, and present day he's just an average-sized dude. Yeah, he's a regular old dude. Yeah, yeah. The other two are little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malnourished. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll leave it there for this week. Enjoy the weekend. WFECK. Ninety-seven point five. Hello. Traffic and weather, we got sports with Skip and Coming up next, we got the soundtrack playing back to front. Back to front to back. <laughs> we'll figure that out we'll here. Figure that out. From National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs>